Hello, sister friends. Welcome. We're glad to see you again this Wednesday. This is a bonus episode. And so I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, sister friends, cups and conversation. And Kathy. And I'm glad to be yes. here. It's awesome. We're going to have a good time today. Yes. Um, there's some amazing things that have been happening uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take a few minutes and share about that in just a minute. But we wanted to just do a, a small recap. It's been a great third season, Kathy. Yes, yes, it has. And then I looked back over from the beginning of uh-huh. our first season until now, and I've watched how much we have grown yes. and how we have brought in everywhere from the baby boomers yes. to the millennials, just all the different generations, and people are enjoying it. Yes, absolutely. Generation X, and we've got um, people viewing from all across the United States mm-hmm. and different countries. And so thank you for being a part of a monumental season three. And then we want to also take a minute to ask you to DM us, uh, direct message us, any topics that you want us Mm -hmm. to discuss, or if you have uh, someone that you want to recommend uh, to be on the Sister Friends show to sit with us, it's a panel of four. And so we always have two guests. And so if you've got a friend, a sister friend uh, that you would like to recommend to join us at the table, DM us. And uh, we'll interview them and we'll make it happen. Uh, One of the things I know that the Lord wanted us to do was to create a platform Mm -hmm. uh, for women to conversate and a platform of diverse women, different nationalities, different denominations, Mm -hmm. different age brackets. And and for us to just talk Mm -hmm. about uh, topics that are relevant to us and topics that we can use in That's our everyday right. life. That's yes? right. And not just things that we, because um, I feel like the church, we should be able to talk about everything. Absolutely. But I think this is our own personal platform yeah. where we can really express ourselves. And then those who are struggling in areas where they won't talk in right. the church, right. that they will talk on this platform in the message or their inboxes right. for more information. So that's great. Yeah. And one of the things um, that's been really important for us was to grow in our content, That's right. what the content that we're mm-hmm. delivering, to grow in our uh, media, media exposure, uh, to grow in just the overall uh, platform of, of what we're representing, That's what right. we're presenting. That's right. And we can only um, operate in the spirit of excellence That's right. with the resources that we have. That's right. But we should strive to improve That's right. on those um, resources and on that um, representation. That's and right. so here at Sister Friends, I think we've done that. We've done that. And it yeah. hasn't been anything salacious, but it's been real talk. Yes. Right. Which we want to stay in the content of that because it's enough drama in the yeah. church world. Yes, it's enough drama in the world. world. So we That's just wanted sure. to bring, you know, just an even keel platform where we could talk about anything yes. without having to, you know, tell my sister friend off. <laughs> but just have a good, right. decent, edifying yeah. conversation. Absolutely. Bring inspiration. And so uh, we pray that we've been inspiration to you. And so um, as we're going into this bonus episode, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we're going to do is is uh, we're going to talk with Miss Catherine because not only is she the uh, director at Care Parenting uh-huh. Center, she's also a preacher, but she's also an author, and she's authored her third book. And uh, so we're going to interview her today, um, The Assault of Flattery, The Candyman Can. Yes. And so we're going to talk about this book, this new release that... Um, launched right in the middle of of the pandemic and so it came at a a perfect time that's right because the lord has um our undivided attention right now and so we're going to talk about that 
So Kathy, um, tell us, this is your third book? My third book, yes. The first one um, I wrote was Woman of War. Okay. And it was just godly principles um, and how we, um, you know, still war and then passion for God mm -hmm. as women of God. Okay. Without losing who we were, who we are. Yes. And then my second one was Girl Fight and just standing up to the intimidations in your life. Okay, well, let me tell, ask uh, you this. Um, how did you launch into being an author? How did it happen? Well, it had been prophesied over my life okay. several times. And I'm like, how did I ever write a book? I don't even talk good English. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so the first two to few times I heard, I'm like, I'm country. And I am, but everybody, different people would come to me, you're going to write books. Yeah. And then they'd be my husband, me and my husband, you're going to write books. And I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, God was like the first one, it was time. And he cleared the path. I wrote it and I impressed myself okay. because I was really like, you know what, God, you did this. Yes, yeah. And then as soon as I finished that, he gave me the topic for the second one. Okay. And then as soon as I finished the second one, he gave me the topic for this one. And then he just keep going. I said, okay, your word has come to pass. Yeah, so you, mm -hmm. once you got past the intimidation yes. um, or the expectation that you put on your own self yes. of you know whether you're able to do it or not to do it, yes. once you got past that, um, the Lord just literally cleared the way for you. And, get, and, and I took away my own limitations. Okay. Because yeah. even after I wrote the first book, he kept sending me words. I don't know if you remember this, but this had to be, uh, we've been knowing each other almost 20 years. So this had to be probably 15 years ago. After I wrote the first book, I came in your office for something and you say, Kathy, the Lord told me that you're going to live off your books. Okay. And I said, <laughs> okay then and I was like okay then but I still didn't take myself serious yeah, okay. he said you are going to be able to live off your books and I had just written one book and I was like okay but I just took that away in my heart yes. because I still had my limitations and then when I wrote the second book I remember your words I remember other words right. and then I was like okay Lord we got something going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wow, you know, that's amazing. Uh -huh. See, I don't. It's like I remember that, but then uh -huh. I don't remember it to uh -huh. a certain degree. Um, it's the, that tricky thing about prophecy, yes, you know what I mean? Because yes. it's not coming from you. It's literally a download right. from the Holy Spirit, and uh -huh. usually once you're you're that vessel, yes. and once you say it, it's like it's done. That's you know right. what I mean? You move on. <laughs> uh, like, thank you, Lord, for using yes. it. But sometimes you don't. The, the details don't, you know, stay with yes. you. But um, wow, that's powerful. And so um, now you're on your third book. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's so important because there's so many people that, that are watching and you may be watching and, mm -hmm. and you may have gotten a prophetic word. Um, and I love the part where you said um, you received it. Uh -huh. You didn't reject it. The Bible says don't um, don't despise prophecy. prophecy yes. um, so you received it and you tucked it away. Yes. Um, I usually use the word. I set it on the shelf. That's right. Um, because you don't want to live your yes. life um, off of a, a prophecy because yes. God's timing is not That's our right. timing. And you can drive yourself crazy That's right. trying to figure out, well, when is it going to happen? And when is it going to happen? Yes. But if you just tuck it away That's right. and you stay in order, That's right. you stay, you know, you stay in motion, That's a right. movement of that faith and, and doing, working towards that. That's right. Um, God will, he, he unveils it before he does, you, you know, he does, he does. and so that's powerful. So 
for those of you that are watching and you may have gotten a prophetic word, he hasn't changed his mind, right. but he wants you to continue to work, uh, journal, uh, revisit the, the mm -hmm. vision, revisit the prophecy. Mm -hmm. And as you stay faithful, mm -hmm. it'll unfold before you. That's you right. Know? Um, I was um, thinking about it. I had just written this book and it was just getting ready to come out. We had this gentleman come to our house who go to our church, Mr. Marcus. And he said, he didn't know I was writing a book. Okay. He said, um, Catherine, you writing another book? I say, yeah, it's getting ready to come out. And he say, oh, not that one. Oh, he say, man. it's one after that one. Wow. And he said, and that one is you is needed and you're going to go into churches and speak in that book because it's neat. And I was like, Lord, let me do this first. Right. <laughs> and again, I just tucked it away. Yeah. But then I'm seeing the manifestation of all the words that God has brought to me. And I'm still tucking them away because I don't want to get anxious and right. get out of order, you know, just write books. Right. Or try to, my flesh. Or, right. Or try to make it happen, happen. Yes. within your own ability yes. versus allowing the Lord to open the door. That's right. Um, in the timing, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, The Candyman Can. Uh, tell us about this. Why did you write this book, The Candyman Can, The Assault of Flattery? I, I You know, this cover, I love the cover, the pink lips uh, is very attractive. Sugar-coated yes. lips. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about The Candyman Can. Why did you write it? Well, he brought this book to me and it was just different things that I was seeing in the church uh -huh. in regards to flattery. People not being honest, people not being truthful. And I was really, really discerning because I was trying not to make sure I was being judgmental. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Lord. Um, and I was rebuking the devil and I was like, devil, you're not gonna make me just judge people, uh, you know, just right. see flaws. And sometimes we do. And then God let me see my own flaws okay, right. and different things that I was doing. And then he, you know, he really started dealing with me. This is something we have to discuss in the church because people live off of likes, right. social media. They live off of flattery. Some people are not discerning. I could go on Facebook and know this right here, this, um, this busted out the water. But then somebody say, Ooh, could I share this? And I'm like, why? This ain't nothing to share. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Right. But it just builds up an ego. Mm -hmm. Flattery is not a good thing, which you could tell from the book. And God said, just be honest. Be honest of what we do in the church, how we assassinate others through our words that's right. supposed to be edifying, but they are actually deceptive. Yes. So do you think that with the emergence and the acceleration of social media, and, and, and the variety of media forms that mm -hmm. people have um, made a part of their everyday life, um, that that's increased um, the, the indulgence uh, or the need to be uh, liked, accepted, yes. looked at, yes. watched. Um, yes. I think in this age, and is never before people have, have taken more pictures of themselves yes. and selfies and and then if some if you take a picture and and, and people don't like it yes. or they don't put a heart on it yes. then it makes you feel you know some kind of way yes. or it makes you feel less than yes. or maybe I'm not attractive enough yes. or maybe I'm this or whatever um do you, so do you think that uh one of the reasons why the lord pinpointed you towards flattery uh -huh. um cuz I don't know that very many books 
are out there just dealing mm -hmm. with the, the subject uh -huh. matter of flattery. Yes. This is probably one of the first. And there may be others. I don't mm -hmm. know. Did you ever Google I, I Googled and I looked and I was like, okay, it's nothing like this. And I was like, well, this has to be God. And it had to be, he had to put a boldness yeah. in me to write. I wore my shirt today, courage. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, God, this is a heavy hitter. Yeah. And so I had to be intentional. Even I wrote in the beginning of the preface of it, um, as I was writing areas that I thought I was delivered from, mm -hmm. I wasn't because I was throwing daggers. Okay. And he slapped my hands anytime I, uh-uh, uh-uh, go back. Right. But I think social media is a big platform. It has built such a big ego in people. Okay. And then it has made us, give us it has given us permission to do mm -hmm. things we wouldn't do otherwise. So I just think that is a portion of it in the church. We see it on our jobs. We just see it in life, and we're really not helping people. Right, right. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a um, destructive uh, behavior that if we just, you know, like it's almost like if we just scroll by it. Yeah, you know, like if sometimes yes. you want to comment and yes. you just keep scrolling. Yes. Um, sometimes we see the 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 negative behaviors yes. or the negative patterns of people, and instead of you know, addressing them directly, yes. we just scroll by it and think, well, you know, that's just life. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those things are literally, they they become little vines, little foxes that that's right. grow that's right. um, into huge trees that's in right. people's lives. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Um, what, uh, let's just talk about flattery as far mm -hmm. as the dangers. Yes. Um, I know in the book you talked about the difference between flattery and encouragement. Can you break that down a little bit? Flattery, I, I said the difference between encouragement, compliments, mm -hmm. and flattery. Encouragement is to build somebody up. You're doing it because you love them, you care about them, and it's the truth. Right. Compliments, it could be, it, and that's where flattery, it gets tricky because I can say, Pastor Teresa, you look nice today. But I might say, in another words, she could have changed this or she could have changed that. But I'm still just being nice. Right. But flattery will say, you got it going on. I won't tell you where you your flaws is. Right. I'll let you present yourself like you're okay. Right. Okay. And so we have to know the difference between encouragement because they all really flow together so easy. Encouragement comes from God. Yes. Because he tells us to encourage, edify, build each other up. And you can't lie and encourage. Right, there's no lie. So yes. would you say that flattery is a is a half-truth? Um, or it's a a lie? Um, it's Well, it's lying, number one. Because uh -huh. you're not telling mm -hmm. the person. You're not telling, being truthful yes. about um, whatever it is that you're speaking. Mm -hmm. but, but also, do you think that flattery also has um, motives? Yes. There's, uh, you know, hidden motives attached to it. It's hidden agendas attached to it. Because most times when people flatter, they have something that they're trying to benefit from that right. As a benefit for them. Yes. Right. So it's a, it's a move to get into favor with that person. Okay. Or to really glean something from that person that the flatterer needs. It okay. always benefits the flatterer. Okay. In a way, that's what flattery does. It benefits me because I have a motive for why I'm doing it. Okay. 
So you, so and that, so that's it's really a fake. It's fake. You being it's a fake friend. That's a it. fake associate. I'm only associating with you because I see that that's maybe right. you have power or you have access, access to, to 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 this area or to these people. Or something so, I need. Something I need. That's gonna so, benefit okay. me. And then what I used the caption of the candy man was I talked about this was a old this was a demonic spirit. It was a movie. Mm -hmm. And that was his MO. That's how he did. He looked normal. Okay. But the way he would do, he would charm people. Okay. Through words and 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 different ways, and then he'll get them in that position, yeah. and it was just and it was what's so funny about this? It took me two years to write this book because I struggled with it. Lord, I can't say this. I can't do this. Two years. Two, two years. years. Two years. Okay. And then finally, when I sat down and he said, "Okay, it's time," I got it written out. And then it's been 25 years since the last Candyman movie. Oh, okay. It's a new one coming out in June. Okay. And I said, God, what that got to do with the with the <laughs> the spiritual realm? Because I kept asking him to confirm it. Okay. Every chapter I wrote, I say confirm this chapter because I can write this in the flesh. Yeah. But confirm it. And my daughter was doing some stuff for the book and um, publicity. Mm -hmm. She said, Mama, do you know a Candyman movie coming out in June? And my heart just jumped. And Candyman is not a movie you want to go see <laughs> in the church. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see the first one. <laughs> and so <laughs> it ain't nothing you want to see because it's very, it's conning, it's de <laughs> deceiving. It's de but that same spirit operates in us. Okay. In the church. And we got to be better than that. Yes. Yes. We have to be better than that. So when I heard a movie was, I say, Lord, thank you for the confirmation. Because he used the foolish things of the word. Yeah, to confound the wise. That's right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you about um, what what kind of fruit um, are you, because it took you two years. Mm -hmm. And then you had to wrestle with yourself. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. In that process, uh -huh. uh, the Bible talks about that the being the first partaker That's of right. the fruit. And so you had to make sure that you were the first partaker of, of the fruit. That's right. Um, when, it, when it came to flattery. That's right. And so two years, wow. And then, um, and, and just re-confirming uh, right. with God. Now, you sure you want me to write this? Yes. You know? Because um, so, it was so blatant. It was yeah, just like it was flagrant in your face. And I was like, right. now God, I want friends. <laughs> I want to be loved. Right. And, I, and then I had to get past myself because I knew if he had me to write it, he loved his people more. Right, right. To give them the truth of it. So that um, they could receive right. his perspective. You know what he was yeah. trying to say. Because everything ain't sugar and flour. Right. And everything doesn't can't um, um, fit our taste. That's right. Or be modified to fit That's our right. taste. That's right. Um, and truth, it, just to be frank and honest, the Bible, it, it's going to come sharp. That's it's right. It's going to come you know, uh, in your face, it's going to be bitter when it, when it goes down. But then yes. the Bible talks about when it gets in your belly, That's it's right. sweet. That's right. Uh, because the truth is not meant to kill That's you. Right. It's, it's meant to uh, bring life to That's you, right. to revive you. Um, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's right. Um, it would liberate you. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's right. And so, wow. Um, so what kind of fruit are you looking to see um, in from this book and what what are you what are your aspirations or hopes 
um, to accomplish. I mean, we know it's not by might, no yes. by power. I'm yes. not really talking about natural things, yes. but I'm saying the fruit in the spirit and 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 what what are your expectations? Well, that it would change people's hearts, change people's mindsets, and bring people to repentance. Okay, yeah. that's the testimonies I have been receiving. You know, I have I I've as soon as I got the bookie and just sold tons of them, and then the once now, when you start reading it, you be like, like when I when I send it to you, uh -huh. you some woo child. You know, it's like, <laughs> it was because, because I was like, you know, okay, and I didn't expect to get the response like who I knew I was gonna get the response from the pure people. Okay, who yeah. were really um, had their heart out to God. Yes, yes, and the people who want to be changed because if I wasn't, I, and I'm not saying. I'm perfect, or anybody is perfect. But if I'm looking for change and I didn't cry out to God, show me me. Yeah. When I start reading this book, it's gonna show me me. Yeah. So all those testimonies I'm getting, they was like, "Ooh, Lord yeah. have mercy." My friend from New Mexico, she um, called me. She said, "Girl, the first chapter, I'm on my knees, calling." But I was like, "That's what it's supposed to do." Okay. Yeah. Because when I read it, um, I I sensed a real heavy. Um, evangelistical anointing mm -hmm. um, and not so much from I mean I know you said you wrote it for the church uh -huh. but the way that it's written yes. is just like whosoever will, will yes. yeah it was just for everybody yes. and I mean I I felt a stirring I was mm -hmm. like girl this is okay <laughs> the Lord is stirring stirring yes. stirring yes. It, it was a I felt a, a call like he was calling us mm -hmm. back to a, a, a purity and yes. a self check. That's right. And and a and a re self check. Yes. And not to live in a place of um, complacency yes. or thinking that I, I've got it all worked mm -hmm. out or it's not me. Mm -hmm. It's so and so. Mm -hmm. uh, each chapter almost brought you back to the beginning again yes. of a self chat yes. you know uh -huh. um, and so and then he had me to use myself as an example yeah you did a great job with that with testimonies mm -hmm. and how he brought me over in those areas because I didn't want to come like in the preface I wrote if you see it as pointing a finger you already didn't miss the point right because in each chapter I wrote about my life journey what different things I had to go through in those areas because that's what it was all about you know people you know, we overcame the enemy by the word of our testimony. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, God was like, be intentional. Yeah. Be intentional. Even to the point I was telling you, I just want to go in, hit facts, write the book. I wasn't going to put no acknowledgments. I wasn't going to do none right. of that. Right. I just want to write it. I wasn't going to do a forward. I wasn't going to do anything. Right. It's like, Lord, I'm just going to get this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this done. I uh -huh. obeyed you. I'm done. And so when right. I got to the end of it, I say, anything else, Lord, anything. And he kept drawing me to you. Now, I done wrote two books. Me and you have been close for years. You never forwarded a book because right. I have always been into And he was like, let Pastor Teresa forward that book. And I said, Lord, you sure? Because I'm finna send this to the editor. Yeah. And he was like, yes. And when you edit, when you went and you forwarded to the book, you knew exactly what it was saying. Right. You didn't have to call me and say, um, now what you meant by this part? Uh, what should I say in this? You knew exactly. Right. So yes. that was a confirmation as well to everything that he intended to yes. be in this book. He put it there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Um, 
And so for those of you that may just, you might've just logged on, um, the Sister Friends Cups of Conversation, and we're talking about the exciting launch and release of mm -hmm. um, Catherine Young's mm -hmm. third book, mm -hmm. uh, The Candyman Can, The Assault of Flattery. And so we're just interviewing her and just picking her mind about why she wrote this book mm -hmm. and the results that she wants to see um, and the impact in people's lives mm -hmm. um, from reading this book mm -hmm. and just about flattery and um, being truthful and honest and um, not being a agent that yes. the enemy can yes. work through yes. or not being a tool that the enemy That's can great. work through yes. um, in our lives. Um, and so let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite? Um, do you have a favorite chapter in, in I, here? I like the favorite chapter. You can't fool an old southern pecan tree. That was my favorite too. That was my favorite. I get to bring my picture up on my mama so I could have showed the audience that I yeah. forgot. But that was my favorite chapter because it had me reminiscing about the purity of truth. Yes, yes. And how she was a truth speaker. And that was my um, yeah. great grandmother, um, Mary Lavalaise. And she was um, just a profound truth speaker. And you'd be like, you can't be mean like that and just tell her. <laughs> right. But in the end, you saw her, it was all a story. Yeah. And she didn't compromise. Right. But she could tell you what it was, what it looked like from the beginning to the end. And you thought she was just being mean. But how I wish now that I had that type of truth in my life. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you don't have so many friends or acquaintances that will come and say, you know what? You just missed it. You are right. order. And we need that in our but life. We do. We do. And mm -hmm. then you have those that you trust that will come to you. And then some have a motive that right. will come to break you. Mm -hmm. Like my bishop always says, there's a destructive, um, um, what he said, destructive criticism. Yes. Uh -huh. And then there's a constructive criticism right. to make right. you better. She would give you constructive criticism. Yeah. yeah. And that's my favorite part. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite <laughs> one, uh -huh. too. Um, the you can't fool an old southern pecan tree, and I loved it because um, it's the it was just re reminded you of the wisdom yes. of our elders, yes. and then the wisdom um, that comes with just southern living, yes. um, whether it's or even just farm life, yes. just the wisdoms that God will teach us through earth yes. and um, through just taking care of the planet. And how that she she broke that that pecan tree down, and um, so that was a great a great. And chapter. how she would always call me with my sassy mom yes. tail, and how she would just it was just a beautiful. I, I asked my aunt, I sent her the book, and I said, "Did you read about my mom?" She was like, "Mm hmm," and you could tell she had cry in her throat yeah, when I talked yeah. to her on the phone. She said that was the good old days. She said I miss you know. I think about my mom all the time and with the pecan tree stories yes. and all those stories that we thought were foolish. And right. we just sat on the phone quiet for a minute because yeah. we missed those times. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so um, what about the chapter about Dr. Frankenstein? Yes. Sir, you have created a monster. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, on that chapter? And that chapter talks about how we create monsters and how we make, uh, we become accomplices mm -hmm. to bad behavior. 
Yeah. Into people, yeah. you know, we won't tell them the truth. We mm -hmm. won't say, you know what, you are totally out of order. Right? Don't be com complicit. complicit. Yes. Yeah. Don't be a, a yes. complicit. And so, yeah. when we don't correct in the spirit yeah. of love, yes, what we do is we give that person to the okay to behave badly. Right. And so we have created this monster. Mm -hmm. Now, what do we do with the monster? Right. What do we do with the monster? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, Romans 12 and 9 and 10, uh, you use this scripture. It says, don't just pretend to love others. Mm -hmm. um, really love them. Mm -hmm. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection uh -huh. and take delight in honoring each other. That's right. And that's a powerful scripture. It is. Because, you know, one. first of all, he says, he starts off with, um, don't just pretend to love them. That's right. You know, That's don't. Right. And sometimes our love is seen through our flattery. That's right. By you know just flattering people instead of being honest because we don't want to hurt their feelings. That's right. Um, we're we're elevating their feelings above truth. That's right. Or we don't want you know to upset That's them. That's right. That's right. And so that means we're elevating you know their emotions mm. or their responses. That's right. Um, you know is the dictator that's of right. truth. That's right. Um, but the truth stands on its own. That's and right. we, if we really love them, we're going to speak the truth to, to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, he says, really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly in what is good. good. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's the, 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 the goal right there. That's right. You know? And it's getting people to the place. And as, as I finished it and the last chapter, mm -hmm. it talks about the, um, um, we talked about the remnant. Okay. The coup de car uh -huh. of the church. Mm -hmm. um, how um, when God spoke to me, it's only a remnant going to get in. Yeah. And he started revealing to me what a remnant was. It broke my heart. Yeah. Because I'm like, Lord, that ain't that many. No. Yeah. Compared to those mm -hmm. saved in the world. And so it's bringing us into order. Yeah. It's helping us to see our hearts. And it's it's a clarion call. Yeah, yes, absolutely. To, you know, get the church alert, alert, alert. And I think many more calls like this book is going to come out. If it's not books, it's going to be sermons. Right. It's going to be music. It's going to be something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so how, how if someone wants to purchase this book, mm -hmm. um, how can they purchase it? How can they um, contact you mm -hmm. um, about getting a copy of this book? Well, they could, you could go to my website. It's um, crownmeabereanwoman.com, and you can order it right on online and we'll have it to you in a couple of days. Or if you want, you could cash at me at crownme. KPY, well, dollar sign. Okay. Crown me KPY, and then we can have it where we can have you pick it up. Or you, or they can just write, you know, on the Sister Friends um, website, yes. um, uh, Facebook page, yes. just say, I need um, Pastor Kathy's book. Uh -huh. They can do that and as I'll well. And I'll give them a copy and of it. And so it's, mm -hmm. uh, say that on your website again, crownmeabereanwoman.com. Crownmeabereanwoman.com. Crown mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this why I got you. Oh, I got you here. <laughs> and what is a Berean woman? Please a tell Berean, me. A Berean is not just a Berean woman. The Bereans were those who, when Paul would teach, okay, they would go behind him and study what he taught. Okay, and you know, and so they were keeping him true to Scripture, mm -hmm. and they making they was making sure that he was consistent with the Scripture. And the Book of Acts it talks about them being men and women, mm -hmm. but I just said we the women, the <laughs> real women, because you know we gonna go behind. It's a time that we right. have to really study our truth. 
Absolutely. And that everything that's being preached, we believe, I believe in my, my pastors, but then you still have, it's so much on TV, it's right. so much on everywhere that you got to go behind and I just can't take your word that you say it did. Right. Get another word for yourself. You have to be a Berean. Right. You have to go in, study the scripture out and make sure that it's solid. All right, girlfriend. Then there I you like go. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crownmeaboreanwoman.com. Uh -huh. That's how you get this this book uh -huh. and so I'm excited about this I'm excited for you um, to get your hands on it to uh -huh. read it um, to be a truth teller uh, to live in a way uh, that's honest that's pure uh, that's kind there you can speak the truth in kindness yes. you can be direct yes. and deliver the word of the Lord mm -hmm. with compassion that's right. um, and, and this book talks about that yeah. uh, not being uh in love with the sugar not being in love with because it's presented right and not speaking the truth recklessly yes because absolutely. that's the whole thing people say well i'm a person of truth but god is a god of love absolutely and he's not reckless when he not reckless. us in truth not reckless mm -hmm. at all and i think you you, you had a chapter about that uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. so you want to get your hands on this book um thank you all for joining us today thank you for being a part of this bonus episode for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. And thank you for uh, just allowing us to have a, an awesome season three uh, with you and your sister friends across the United States and even the world. God bless, stay encouraged, and let's change the world. Well, Kathy, this is um, something to sip on. Yes. So uh, what are we sipping on on this bonus episode? Well, we're going to sip on this from the book. And this was your forge. You said flattery makes friends and truth makes enemies. Flattery makes friends, but truth makes, makes enemies. enemies. Yes. Well, sister friends, you better check your friends. friends. Yes. Because, you know, it, I, I've always heard this saying, if, if, if somebody, everybody says something good about you, mm -hmm. you better check your friends and then check yourself because we all fall short. Right. And sometimes we, we only want to be with friends that tell us good stuff. Yeah. But we never grow. Never grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So check your circles. That's something to sip, sip on. on.